Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And aloha, Lindsay, because today we are going to the beautiful island of Hawaii. This is exciting. We love Hawaii. Oh my gosh, it is so beautiful. And this location is also very beautiful, of course, because it's on Hawaii, but it's also got a very notorious potential spirit at this location. Okay, well, that's always exciting. I, I know nothing about this location. This is your haunted holiday at the Wahiwa Botanical Garden in Oahu, Hawaii. So five years ago, about Lindsay, we went to Oahu, and I must say, it may be like the best trip I've ever been on. I mean, it is right up there, because in addition to being ghost people, we are also beach people. No doubt about it. I agree. I mean, the scenery and just the endless things to do there is, it's just such a great place to, to be. And we were in Oahu which was just just endless stuff to do it was great i know there was just so much unfortunately we didn't go to this botanical garden in wahiwa because i didn't even know this was really a thing and there was just so much that we were trying to get in during that time but next time we go to oahu which is just gonna have to happen i've already decided like it it was just so incredible we're definitely gonna try to conjure up a pretty notorious green lady spirit at this garden. Oh, that sounds like a plan to me. I'm all about the beach and some haunted locations. Yes. So this botanical garden actually was a park originally in the 1920s. It later became the botanical garden that it is known today in 1957. And it is actually a pretty big place. It's 27 acres of gardens and hiking trails. And I mean, it's it's pretty popular. It's just, you know, it's pretty. It's a good little getaway to go see all the natural plant life that you would find in Hawaii. Let me get into, I would describe a little bit as folklore. We don't know that this really happened, but this is the story that has been handed down for generations about this particular location and essentially how it goes. And there's several versions of this, so I'll get into kind of another one here in a minute. But the primary version of this is that there was three kids that were playing hide-and-go-seek in a gulch that is just near these botanical gardens, kind of under a, uh, a pretty big overpass. And in this gulch, there's like a drainage ditch, there's a stream, and there is a lot of foliage. So it's a really good place to go play hide-and-seek. In fact, kids to this day will go down there to play and, and, and stuff like that. But back in the day, there was three kids doing that. Suddenly, they could not find their brother. So two of the kids, they were like, maybe he's just messing with us and we can't find him. So they went back home. They told their mother, hey, we can't find our brother. 
And she was like, oh my gosh, he's just being, you know, playing a trick on us. Let's go down and look. And this is pretty late that they were out there playing hide and go seek. It was after dark at this point. The mom goes down there with the two kids and she still can't find them. So she's like, you know what? Let's just go back home. Maybe he'll find his way back there. They wake up the next day, still no kid. So she that goes- That is so scary. Yeah. I mean, I cannot even imagine going home and going to bed without your kid at home. And how old do we think he was? We really don't know. There's really no description of this, but three pretty young kids, boys okay. to be exact. So they wake up the next day, kid's still not there. She decides to take both the kids back out with her again the next day. Now she's a little bit more worried, right? And she's like, let's split up, let's find him. He must be out here somewhere. He's probably just had to fall asleep because he couldn't find his way out or something like that in the forest. I mean, if they're fairly young kids, why the heck are they splitting up? I don't know. I'm going to pick the story apart. <laughs> it's just stressful for me to think about. Why on earth would that be your strategy? That was her strategy, unfortunately, for her. Because according to the legend, now these other two kids have also disappeared. So now all three of her children are lost in this pretty vast forest situation that is out there. This is just like negligence. I feel bad for this woman, but these are some terrible decisions. Yeah. So after this happens, I'm, I mean, I'm confident she feels terrible about these decisions she's made because she's going out there every single day looking for her three children to the point where she became kind of a known person out there. People would be like, there's that mom looking for her kids that just randomly disappeared and she couldn't find. And so she'd be out there every single day until one day she just disappeared and people say either she disappeared into the forest or maybe she even died of grief and a broken heart from losing her children now that is folklore though we don't know for a fact that this woman existed is that correct this is a story correct. that we think may have happened okay correct a very very well-known piece of folklore there are other versions of events all of them surrounding this woman who somehow lost a child or children and was searching in the forest for them another version is that she went to actually go visit the botanical gardens with her kids decided she did not want to cross the busy bridge with cars going across it and decided instead to go ahead and walk into the gulch that is kind of underneath it with her children and in all of the foliage and brush somehow lost track of one of them and just could not find them they just kind of vanished it was just kind of inexplicable and she would go back every single day and continue to search for her child wow i mean i hope it's not true right i mean how awful i just cannot even imagine but you know you never know right there could be some truth to it even if it's part of the story Exactly. I, who knows? And it also, I mean, there's a lot of local legends and stuff. I think a lot in Hawaii, too, if you think about that. But we don't know that this happened. But I, I kind of hope it didn't as well. The other thing that's interesting that we're going to talk about in the next segment, of course, we're going to talk about this mother who is in search of her children. 
but there might also be a time portal. Remember how you were talking about this in the Versailles episode, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, I do. There is a potential time portal situation that is happening in this episode as well. Oh my goodness. What are the odds we've come across this within like a month? And we've been doing this show for over a year and that was our first time portal haunting kind of thing that we came across was their Versailles. So awesome. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So the only spirit that we know of that is at least known to be haunting the premises of these botanical gardens is what is called the Green Lady, who is, of course, that mother who is seen searching for her children. Now, she's not only seen in the botanical garden, she is also seen in the city of Wahiwa quite a bit, including the local elementary school. There has been sightings of her as well, which I find interesting that she's seen at the elementary school because she seems to be attracted to children. And in particular, she's looking for her her kids. So the fact that she would be seen at the elementary school is kind of interesting. It shows some sort of a link there. Now, what is unique about this spirit is that she's not just like some woman in white or, you know, something like that that you see wandering through the forest. This is very, very unique. And she is basically, how she's described is she is covered in almost like this green mold so she's actually like a greenish hue in color she does not have a normal skin pigmentation of like another human she has also got very jagged teeth her hair is supposedly covered in like seaweed and what's really interesting is they say that parts of her skin are covered in green fish-like scales Well, that's so strange. This is a first. And she's the same one that's out looking for her three kids. They believe so. Yep. That's so so strange. I wonder why the scales. Like, I could say maybe the green because she's lost in the forest and 
you know, she's over the years blending into the forest, I guess, you know, I don't know. But like, why the scales? That doesn't make much sense. She's not swimming around. Let's hold that thought because I do have one other theory that I do want to talk about that is related to those scales. But first, I want to tell you specifically what the green lady is known to do when she's seen. She particularly makes her presence known to kids. Like I said, there are kids today that run around that area and are playing hide-and-go-seek, even just outside of the botanical gardens themselves. But she is known to tell kids sometimes when she's seen to go away, get out of here. But what she's most known for doing is actually taking them. And suddenly, those kids will disappear, no longer be found, and... I guess maybe she's taken them to another realm or something like that. We don't really know. Although I really could not find any reports of kids that may have been taken by the great lady. I mean, I I wanted to know that. I was just going to ask, like, right, is that like local legend or do we have evidence of some someone going missing in that area that she haunts and then that's the theory but sounds like we don't actually have any names of people who have actually gone missing it's more of like a a horror story of look out kids don't go in those woods the green lady's gonna take you yeah which is actually like a pretty common thing for kids that live in that area they'll There was literally one YouTube video that I watched where it was these people telling the story of the green lady and when he was younger, he would always go play in that area and his mom would get really upset and yell like, you better get out of there or the green lady is going to come and take you. And like it was almost like a fear tactic too. But that same kid thought that he might have seen the green lady. Hmm. Could have also just been somebody who's really dirty living in the forest. It's hard to say, but it also could have been the green lady. I mean, it could have. It would make sense, right? I mean, people have been out there. I mean, it could certainly be a haunted area. Now, are all of the stories around why the ghost is there accurate? We'll never really know, right? But right. could there be a ghost out there that people are seeing? Definitely. Yeah. And the other thing that you want to look for if you happen to be going to this botanical garden is you want to smell for decaying plants. If you smell decaying plants, then the green lady might be right around your area because usually people say that they smell that before they actually see her. And like I said, she's seen in the botanical gardens probably most often she's also seen in that gulch which is really just outside of the botanical gardens under kind of a a bridge I guess I would say and then also at the elementary school very creepy it would be really interesting to use like a child as kind of bait (laughs) to see if if you could get the green lady to show up you know obviously you'd have to watch them very carefully you know to make sure they don't get taken by this green lady but I mean, it's a trigger, right? I mean, if a child is what she's looking for, I mean, tie a rope on them like they do in the movie Poltergeist so that you can follow them to the other like spiritual realm that she's taking children. I am very, you know, I I don't know how, how much I believe that I'd really be worried about, you know, like my child being taken, right? Like we could take our nephew Dylan out there and be like, Dylan, you're really our trigger object. You know, we need to just go along with this, right? Will I keep an eye on them? Absolutely. 
Is he going to get taken? No, he's not. I'm not concerned. Not concerned until it happens. But Lindsay, let me read to you something that I discovered. So there is a couple different things out there that they think this green lady might be. One of which is, of course, like a ghost, which is kind of where my head goes. And then the other is a Japanese folklore creature called the Kappa. And when I originally, I I feel like it's kind of ridiculous, but then I read the definition of the Kappa and I was like, well, Lindsay has to hear this because it is fascinating. And I mean, there's some similarities here. Now, this came from Wikipedia. However, I did verify this on other more valid sources. It's just Wikipedia had a, a much better summary rather than having to read a really, really long explanation of what this creature is. But essentially what a kappa is, according to Wikipedia, it is an amphibious yokai demon or imp found in traditional Japanese folklore. They are typically depicted as green human-like beings with webbed hands and feet and turtle-like carapace on their backs. A depression on its head called its dish retains water, and if this is damaged or its liquid lost, either through spilling or drying up, the kappa is severely weakened. The kappa are known to favor cucumbers and love to engage in sumo wrestling. They are often accused of assaulting humans in water and removing a mythical organ called the shirakodama from the victim's anus. <laughs> that just got pretty crazy real fast. Well, and why people think it could be one of these is because of the features that are green yeah. and scaly and, and stuff like that. And in fact, there are people in some regions of Japan who even live around water because it's supposed to be like almost like a water demon. It lives in ponds and streams, which in this case, the gulch area where she's at there is a stream down there mm -hmm. and they still will have signs up that says like beware of the the kappa because it like assaults people and stuff interesting i interesting. guess i mean so it's almost like cryptozoology but they're saying it's a demon really you know not necessarily a creature they think it's like a malevolent being sometimes described as like a demon now <laughs> I find the anus thing funny, but it really, at first I read it on Wikipedia and I was like, somebody messed with this Wikipedia page. That cannot be correct. It is correct. According to lots of other sources, that that's what this creature is trying to get some sort of jewel that comes out of people's bums. Interesting. Well, that is a theory. I, I actually have a lot of doubt about that let me just say now <laughs> i do <laughs> i'm gonna be a skeptic here um when it comes to some of this now but I, I do think though that there could be a paranormal explanation for all of this right like maybe it is a demon that has some of these features because i mentioned earlier why the scales why some of these weird features it doesn't seem to be, you know, like a normal lady that you might see, right? With the with the color and kind of the almost moss-looking skin and all of this, right? So, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, maybe there is something to that. We've heard about 
almost uh, demon-like, non-human-like creatures in other haunted locations, right? That would be spirit-like, but they're they're just not quite human. And and maybe this is the same thing, but I don't know. I'm skeptical about the Kappa thing. Oh, I'm completely skeptical, but it is a pretty big theory out there. So I wanted to bring it up and I had never heard of it. And I, I'm fascinated by cryptozoology, but I personally do not believe that that is a thing. But I do think it could be a ghost. For sure. There. I think it, I, I think the more likely explanation is it's some sort of a spirit. But but I mean, I think when you're doing your research, like this is something you have to bring up, right? We, ha- we can't skip over this Kappa potential because who knows, as we do more episodes, maybe we'll run across more of this stuff and we'll become less skeptical. Mm-hmm. It is very unique and something I had never heard of before. But let's talk about the last part of this story, which is that bridge that is just on top of that gulch and I mentioned that there could be like a portal or some sort of time traveling well what the legend is is apparently if it is a cold and misty night and somebody walks across that bridge they will lose time like they will lose minutes maybe days it's hard to say but like suddenly they'll be on the other side of the bridge and their watch or their phone will be like completely different times Hmm. that's really really kind of cool that's something to test out totally and also you know I didn't read anything that tied this to this green lady story, but it does make me think for a second, okay, if there is this time traveling portal on top of this bridge, what about underneath it? Is it possible that at certain times, because in this case, it almost depends on the weather, it needs to be like cold out in order for this to happen. If there's certain you know thing in the air at a certain time and you're under the bridge is it possible like what if her kids like went through went like back yeah in time or something and that's why they were just like disappeared it's an interesting theory i mean gosh it would be something to definitely go down there and test right try to get the right elements you know in place and then and see what happens but i think it is an interesting theory to pull that green lady back in you never know Okay, so if you want to go to Wahiwa Botanical Garden, this is actually a great place to go because guess how much it costs to get in, Lindsay? Ten bucks. It is actually free. Well, that's amazing because guess what? Your trip to Hawaii isn't going to be cheap. So this is a good option, folks. Totally. And I watched a bunch of videos on it and it really does look neat. So if you happen to be in that part of Oahu and you want to just stop, I mean, this is a really good place to go. The hours are pretty limited. It's open 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you're definitely going to have to be there during the day. Now you can still explore that bridge and stuff like that just outside of the botanical gardens as well. So maybe go check out the gardens. Then while you're leaving for the day, go check out the bridge. Try to see if you can get time to warp and maybe see that green lady or something, right? Let me also just say, folks, if you're going out to that bridge 
please be very careful. Do not say, hey, your haunted holiday sent me here and then get stuck or lost or fall or hit by a car. So please proceed at your own risk. Just be ultra cautious. It sounds like, you know, maybe some fo- some people went missing up there, right? So just be really careful, but, you know, get some ghost hunting in if you can. Definitely don't go by yourself, right? Bring other people with you. But Lindsay, I'm glad you said that because I didn't even think about it. But you're totally right. Please proceed with caution. Just like any place we tell you to go. No doubt. No doubt about it. They also have different activities you can sign up for here. There's also like a summer kids program that's free to residents of Oahu, where if you want to bring your kid during the day, it's kind of like a first come first serve and they have different looks like arts and crafts and activities and and stuff like that, that you can do there with the kids and the family. So definitely a place that you want to check out a good hiking location as well. Well, I tell you, I want to go back to Hawaii myself. I had such a good time when I was there. And this sounds like a really good option. I mean, there's so many, so much stuff to do if you get a chance to get out there. I mean, it is like another world that the landscape, it is just beautiful. And you've got this amazing blue water. I particularly liked Oahu just because it has the city. It's got Honolulu. There's just tons of stuff to do. Really good restaurants, good beaches. You can't and go wrong. The best restaurant was called Da Crawfish and Da Crab Shack. <laughs> yes, with a D-A. And it's like basically crab legs covered in buttery goodness. It was yes. good. And get the Cajun seasoning because that was phenomenal. Little travel tip for everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a really great email that I want to share with with everyone because we recently did an episode on Traverse City and the old haunted city asylum. And we got an email from Lynn. And I'm going to read her email about her experience there at the Traverse City Asylum. And then remember, we talked, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It's a recent one. I think it was last week. So go listen to it. But ultimately, this is her story about her time there in the hippie tree. So Lynn says, I believe the story would be called Helpful Spirits by Jim. The first helpful spirit took place in the back of the very haunted Traverse City Asylum. If you walk down some trails, you reach an unusual tree called the Hippie Tree. We talked about it in our previous episode. The Hippie Tree is known to be haunted. It is a fallen willow tree that is painted on and looks amazing. Me and my friend have a ghost app on our phones that have given us amazing messages. As we are walking, we connected with several spirits. Several names would pop up. We were talking through the app to a girl that we asked her how old she was and she said 11 and several times we would get messages about a ghost ship both on my phone and on her phone this asylum and tree are right by lake michigan so i was wondering if maybe the spirits there were on a ship which would kind of make sense um we asked one man about what his job was on the ship and he said mechanic we also got many nationalities such as english japanese etc the amazing part happens on our way back to the car after visiting the tree my friend and I were taking pictures and she put her keys down on the ground while she was while she was taking the photos. We realized that she forgot her keys because a helpful spirit suddenly blurted out the words keys. 
We were stunned. We quickly thanked the spirit and then went back to retrieve her keys. On our way back to the car, we got messages such as halfway when we were halfway back to the car. When we got to the end of the trail, it said, it said end. When we got to the point of the trail that seems to be the most haunted, the darkest part of the trail over the bog, we again thanked the spirits for helping us and asked what the spirit's name was, and it replied, John. The second helpless spirit we experienced was during a camping trip. She realized her son had lost his necklace, and being very distraught over him losing it, she decided since the spirit had helped us at the rainbow tree and that perhaps she could use it to ask the spirit again using the same app she asked the spirit if the spirit knew where the necklace was at the spirit replied by the storage room it took a while to figure out where the storage room was but the helpful spirit strikes again she found the necklace right by the storage room thank you helpful spirits so there's even more here, but I this is what I wanted to share with everyone because we did just cover this. And so she's been to that location several times. So I want to really thank Lynn for this. And you know what I love about this particular story is that spirits and, and ghosts aren't always scary. They don't need to be scary. It's just the unknown, right? And in this case, she clearly ran across helpful spirits, but also just these are just friendly, probably normal people that happen to be able to communicate with us. Yeah. And also, from what I remember in that episode, the hippie tree, a lot of people felt like negative energy coming mm -hmm. out of that. So it's really interesting that she had a positive experience there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I kind of forgot about the negative side of of what people think out there but i think a lot of people associate just ghosts and anything we don't fully understand with negative and you know i really think most of the time these these are just people at yeah. the end of the day right the, va the vast majority of the time you're just running across normal people but well lynn i want to thank you for reaching out to us thank you for listening to our show and sending us that email it, it's just so fun to get these different stories from folks especially when they've been at one of the locations we've covered or even giving you know reaching out and saying hey cover this location i had a really cool experience so if you want to share anything with us go to yourhauntedholiday.com hit contact us and send us an email send us a message uh, it could be whatever you want it to be whether it's a ghost story or one of your own recommendations for an episode we'll take a look at it also you can find us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and make sure if you're enjoying the show to leave us a five-star review we really appreciate the feedback and have a great week thanks for listening stay safe and healthy everybody